0: Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art, this podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at livingmartialarts. Hi and hello to the Living Martial Arts podcast uh, listeners out there. This is me, the Dark Master, coming back with another podcast. Uh, I've got Mr. Lee Hollingsworth here, which I haven't seen for a, haven't seen him for a long time. It's great, great, great to catch up with it. So it'll be fantastic to hear your story. How are you doing, Lee? How are you I'm doing? very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Good. Excellent. Well, thank you for agreeing to, uh, to come on. I know it's not everybody's uh, cup of tea, but um, I'm sure my listeners and my students and some people in the wider audience will enjoy, you know, hearing um, uh, some st- things about your story and um, yeah, about the, uh, your experiences in taekwondo. So, I, with no further ado, because um, I'll sort of crack on. Is uh, I always start this is to get guests to tell us uh, a little bit about their their martial arts journey. I know it's uh, um, you know you've been in it, even though you even though you're quite young, well a lot younger than me. <laughs> you've, been, you've been in it a long time, so um, per- perhaps you can tell us a little bit about
1: that. Okay so I started um, taekwondo when I was 4 um not through choice of my own my parents uh, sent me along to the to the local taekwondo club yeah um, sure and I just remember falling in love with it straight away pretty much um they sat me at the back of the room and uh, I think there was an adult class going on at the time and uh, they were shouting and kiaping and yeah. um and on the way home walking back home I just remember shouting out as well the same as what they were doing <laughs> uh, kicking and punching up and down the road and couldn't wait to get started. So uh, yeah, I've been doing it since the age of four. Um I got my black belt when I was nine. Oh wow. Yeah, um, I was quite a placid kid. Um, so it done me great favors uh for confidence, you know.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. And yeah.
1: Improved my confidence dramatically. Um and then I took a little break when I was about 12. For a year or two, I think when I started secondary school, I wanted to try other things, you know, try a bit of football, a bit of cricket. I think I tried at the time. Sure. Um, And then I just woke up one morning and I said to my mum, I want to go back to Taekwondo. You know, I really miss it. Yeah. yeah. So um, back I went. I was about uh, 14 at the time, 13, 14. Sure. Um, And then we started doing competitions a lot more. and um, I started winning quite a few competitions, um, broke into the national team at about 16. Um, and then I've just been doing it ever since then, you know, since. Uh... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's interesting. I'll, I'll come back to the competitions uh, at a moment because actually the first time I saw you actually was in a competition. <laughs> um, yeah. It's strange stuff. Yeah, many moons ago. But uh, it's funny what he said about. The, the, the shouting or whatever, and and you were four. I think I I think I had the same experience when I was sixteen. When I went, <laughs> I yeah. came out I came out shouting and jumping over things. Yeah, um, thinking, wow, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that.
1: Yeah, I just I just remember thinking, wow, this is this is brilliant, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was, I was key upping up the road, and my mum was really telling me, you know, Shh, be quiet, you know, people think you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it, it it is well well a couple of things really because um, uh, I remember the first time uh, I met you and I saw you. You know, you
1: you were you were saying, and you you're actually very quiet. Then you were actually yeah. quite a, yeah. a, a. Well, the t- thing is, even at school, I don't think anyone knew I was a black belt. You know, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't promote what I'd done and how I was doing. I was very hmm. uh, very quiet with that. I didn't I didn't I didn't let anybody know. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. then you know, when people started to hear they were like oh you're a black girl you do this i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you 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 were you were very quiet and quite quite
0: res- reserved with it actually and mm. um that, that was that's sort of quite quite interesting because i think you know people listen to this sometimes you know they get the impression that oh you know people are gonna be loud and they're gonna be whatever yeah. uh, but i but i think it's the opposite you know certainly yeah e- even i mean i i just started an apprenticeship at the time and actually very few people there, apart from a few people who know knew me personally, knew that I did martial arts. Yeah. Um and uh the only time when they did did know I had a, a big spread in the um Rolls Royce news because I got picked for a competition in Los Angeles and uh ah. yeah Rolls Royce liked to um promote their their workers and the athletic sort of yeah. things that they were doing, which was which was quite nice. But uh, mm-hmm. um yeah just coming back to 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 competitions then uh, in fact I think the first time I saw you uh you were uh, in a in a competition and you were doing patterns actually i was really mm-hmm. impressed uh with your patterns and one thing i was gonna gonna ask you because i the good thing about doing this podcast is i've always wanted to ask people different questions for a long time yeah was um you know you were very successful in in inspiring sparring mm-hmm. um but you know did did you have a, a passion for patterns or is it just something you thought you know i'm gonna do this
1: um yeah i remember as in my early years patterns was my thing i wasn't i wasn't a spar i was terrible at sparring. So oh, wow. I, was quite, I was quite small for my age and quite weak, and I never yeah. used to win um, the patterns. Uh, sorry, the sparring. Yeah. So patterns was my thing. And then when I hit, I think it was 14, 15, I started following Prince Naseem Hamid, his career. All oh, right. He was, yeah, he, yeah. he was a great inspiration of mine. And I yeah. started to like copy him and mimic yeah. him and yeah, got yeah. some confidence from him. And yeah. then in my sparring, I started to. Implement that, um, and and I, I just started to win more inspiring. You know, I, it was yeah, uh, yeah. It was quite a, a weird thing how I, all of a sudden, a click of the finger, and I I was I was a good sparer. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it, it it wasn't a bad person to follow. I mean, I'm, I'm actually wearing my Muhammad my Ali, Ali yeah. the, the greatest top, uh, <laughs> which probably shows my age and the people that I was following at the time yeah. uh, and who inspired inspired me. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it it was it was an interesting thing because. Uh, I, I looked at him and thought, wow, you know, this this guy's, you know, really, really good at patterns. And I saw you spar, I thought, wow, which, which at the time, um, was quite unusual. I think going back in the late seventies or early eighties, yeah, mo- most Taekwondo people um, did all disciplines. They did pattern sparring, destruction. Yeah. But as time went on, and certainly I think in the '90s, and you know, going on from there, is you very seldom saw. I very seldom saw that. I saw somebody who was like a pattern specialist. Yeah, I done specialist. a lot.
1: I, I done breaking yeah. special. Uh, I like to do
0: everything. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was that was quite unusual for me oh. to see to see somebody who could do that at yeah. that time. It shouldn't be because you know you tra- you you train <laughs> exactly. in all of it. You train in all of them. That's right. Yeah. So, so it should be a, a normal thing, but it just seems the way, you know, this guy, is doing everything, which is, uh, which is quite useful. I mean, I do encourage my students to, yeah. they're going to go to have a go at all, even if they're, you know, one of those things are not their thing, Yeah, uh, you know, just, just, just have a try. So, I mean, so m- moving on from there, I think you're, um, obviously we have a, um, uh, uh, a sort of a, a mutual time where we're in the same association. Obviously, yeah. I was with Grandmaster Nichols and mm-hmm. so on and so on. But uh, where are you now? What's happening now? Are you, you running a school and
1: what what are you doing? Yeah, so uh, um, my schools at the moment are with ITF Union under Grandmaster Dalton. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I left ITF Trojan War in two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I spent a year or two independent, having a look around, seeing you know what was mm-hmm. what. And then in yeah, yeah. 2019, I made the decision to join the ITF Union.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I um, I have had Master Dalton on the uh, on the podcast, and obviously is a a good uh, good friend of mine, and, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. The good thing about Taekwondo is that's that you you'll have sort of mutual friends that uh, you that's know it. you've sort of worked alongside one thing or another. So how how is it going in the um, uh, ITF
1: Union? Yeah, it's uh, it's, it, as I say, it's a new it's a new federation. It's only been up and running since 2015 yeah and sure. uh, it's, it's growing you know really well lots yeah, of yeah, uh, federations joining
0: yeah uh, they've got their world
1: championships uh, next month in argentina buenos aires yeah yeah
0: sure
1: which is actually funny because it's 20 years ago yes um this year that i won the world championships in argentina 20, yes. 2002 i was there yes i was there yeah so 20 years later i'm coach and <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> so that's well, quite a good feeling because I've got students there competing as well you know well yeah yeah and um, myself and uh Master yeah I remember you was there yeah I'm, yeah, uh, yeah one of the yeah. great memories from that was uh Master Ogborn holding up uh oh yes yeah. her name Leanne when she won the, the that's spot. right yeah,
0: she,
1: yeah 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 when she won the sparring. Yeah, that, that was a that was a
0: great uh a great trip um was, yeah. for for both of us we really we really enjoyed that one because uh we had recently we just sort of recently sort of few years before that I'd left the TAGB Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we've been sort of like pushed, put into the world of ITF. So we were uh, discovering lots of, lots of new things. And, um, uh, you know, we discovered the passion of the, um, of the Argentinians for Taekwondo and, and and they were very good. And I've often said to to some of my students and, and perhaps you can, I know. Give a few words about this, but the yeah. atmosphere there was absolutely amazing. Oh. In that
1: in that stadium, it was absolutely it was, electric. Yeah, uh, I was outside the stadium. I was one of the uh, guys that carried the flag in the England flag in. Yeah. And I remember waiting outside with the rest of the guys who were holding their flags, and the noise inside the stadium was something something else. You know, your hairs were standing up. Yeah. Back yeah. your neck, you know. Um, very loud, very passionate. The Argentinians and I. I've been telling my students about that. You know to be prepared for all this. Uh, yeah, it, it 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 was amazing, and, and uh, I actually and the, was... and the national anthem. I was sick of the national anthem
0: at the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> My myself and Master Robert, we, we were sort of almost nervous for everyone because we yeah. were sort of stood there thinking, "Wow, these kids are going to be all right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
1: really, uh, really and it was
0: inti- intimidating. Drums, yeah. they had drums and musical instruments. And it it, it was absolutely fantastic, and I mean, I, I've been to some really you know high level football matches in my time but that certainly matched it yeah it, it, it really was yeah, yeah it really was so uh, loud. oh man it, it was just amazing but uh, what what a what a great um experience uh i i had a few students there who who were really it was their very first high level international yeah and uh i really felt for them i was their coach at the time and um they they didn't they didn't do particularly well but it was a very it was a tough one to go into as your first one for experience mm. but um yeah. you know they went on and um they they sort of did very well after that because i think after that everything else was really sort of quite easy to be honest exactly yeah after after that atmosphere so um you know re- re- regarding that and regarding your your sort of competition uh, a career any any highlights that you think you know obviously that was a highlight obviously but any, any other things you could mention about um you know in your competing
1: um yeah. I remember in my teens I used to really like the BTC championships. Yes um yeah. because that's where all the clubs got together, you know, as many different clubs. You had the T A G B there, you had the yeah. ITF clubs there. Uh and that was sort of the biggie to win. Yes. Um, and I remember winning my first BTC championships as a junior that was quite a special moment for me yeah, uh, yeah. and then I won the seniors on the same day yeah uh, yeah they let me do both yes yes so yeah. that was quite a special day um
0: I remember I remember that one I, I think I I think I competed in I try to think which one which one it was but it, in the early BTCs I I, I competed mm-hmm. and I remember I fought um a, a really good it was over two rounds. It was uh, one of uh, Master Wolf's students. Okay, and in the first round, this he, he was really getting the better of me. And I thought I, I can't outkick this guy. He's just his yep. legs were just awesome. And I remember going back, uh, and Dave Oliver was my coach, and he said, "Oh, Gaily, what are you doing? Don't use your legs. Use your hands, mate. So. <laughs> I just started to use my hands and um, I was all over him. He Get inside that w- leg. Get inside yeah, the leg. He, he didn't know what to do and I actually won. <laughs> I actually yeah. won it in the end. But uh, it, it was a fantastic uh, event and I do agree. It was a very good, it's very well attended and actually
1: the competition yeah. was really strong, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, for me, that was a real, that was a real British champion winning that, you know, because yes. it was all of the clubs together. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, it was yeah. So that, apart from that, I think Argentina was, was obviously a special time because I won the World Championships there one sure. third, third degree patterns as a junior yeah. um, and actually funny enough my mum and dad have just moved uh, house so they emptied their garage and i thought i had nothing left i didn't know where i put it all the medals mm. all the photos all the memorabilia from before mm. and i found you know quite a lot from argentina the dobok the tracksuit the uh yeah, the medal, yeah you know which is quite good bringing back the memories
0: Yes, 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 definitely. I, well, I've I've got a few bits of clothing from it, but all, all my medals are probably yeah. in la- landfill now because
1: I moved a few years ago. So <laughs> well, do, do you know what? I've had enough of these. <laughs> we, found this, I found, we found this awful tracksuit from uh, I think it was the two thousand European Championships in Spain. Um, I think it was um, Grandmaster Sajota that made it from his company. Okay, some red thing. It was horrible. <laughs> it was like a was like a pajama, you know. It was that like red and this horrible material. But I found that the other day. I'll uh, I'll post a picture of it actually on the on Facebook, so people that, can see what I mean. That'd be really good. It is good <laughs> to actually go to the
0: competitions. You sometimes you 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 look at what people are wearing. And you think what were they thinking of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: How do we wear that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so with, with, with the competitions, because um, you know, a lot of the times. You know, on the podcast, you know, I speak to people, you know, mm. if it's like, like me, you know, my, my competition career ended in sort of 95 or whatever it was. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, your, your, yours, yours is still, still, are you still competing, by the way?
1: No, no, I, oh. I stopped. I stopped 2016 after a World okay. Yeah.
0: Right, I was going to say yours is probably still fresh in your mind, but yeah, what, is, yeah. what, 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 what sort of um, you know, how how did you build your your sort of your your mindset and your determination for competitions? Uh, I think that's always quite interesting to, you know, for the people listening. Yeah, I
1: took them very seriously, very, very seriously. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I used to clean my pads. It sounds weird, but I used to clean my pads before every competition. I used to lay them in the bag. I took real pride and care of every competition that I went to. Yeah, uh, and, I, and I desperately wanted to win it. And I, you know, when I was in there, um, that was my comfort zone. You know, when yeah. I was in the ring, I yeah, be comfortable in there. Um, and you know, success breeds success. You keep winning, and it just breeds more success. And you want to keep winning, and that's basically yeah.
0: you know where yeah, it comes yeah. from. You
1: know, I just wanted to win every event.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you you obviously, um, from from a, a training perspective, I mean you know, I saw you in there and, you know, you, you had flexibility and you had uh, strength and stamina. Yeah. W- was that something that came easy to you? Um, something that, you know, wasn't a chore? Because I know for a lot of fighters yeah, that, that I, they, they used to go on about me and that, the fact that I've, I always loved training. Mm-hmm. There was nothing better than going in that dojang and, you know, bumping yeah. out loads of press-ups or sit-ups or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. So w- was that an easy side for you or? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I'm quite blessed, honestly. With mm. my taekwondo physique, I'd say um, with flexibility and stuff like that, and training alongside um, some older students as well, I think helped a lot because I was probably one of the younger ones. I was always with the adults, yeah. So they they probably helped him in sparring them all the time and uh, trying to keep up with them. Um, sure. And then I become a personal student of uh, Grandmaster Nichols as well, so I used to like train with him one on one every day, which yeah, also yeah. Would, which would have helped um sure. and and just the personal drive of of wanting wanting to win you know
0: yeah yeah d- definitely now uh th- those listening to this i gonna mean, have a, a a short short pause because i've got to go and take something out of the oven one second let me just pause this right i'm back i'm back again uh, i don't know whether i'll keep this out or cut it cut out we'll see but um uh we yeah just talking about training and, and, yep. and my mind, mindset and the fact that obviously for you for yourself you you know you had um, uh, you know, a good, good advantage. What, what, what about flexibility? Because I noticed you, you were really flexible. Um, I'm assuming you still are, but um, was that a yeah. natural thing
1: or? Just that, yeah, I think that was. we done a lot of leg strength work. Uh, I think my flexibility was quite natural, if I'm being honest. I remember yeah. being able to do the splits at the age of eight and nine. Right. Okay. Um, but I think one of the most important things is leg strength. You know, being it's, it's all right being able to kick that high, but it's keeping that leg up there and kicking that high, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know our classes were um not heavily based but we've done a lot of leg strength work yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah that's yeah, which I think that's, aided
1: the kicking you know
0: yeah definitely that, that that's cool so you know fr- from a from a competition point of view I, I you know i try and tell uh my students now although I, to be honest i don't teach a lot of competition stuff somebody else does that phil whitlock does that for me at the moment oh actually. phil yeah 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 no, 2002
1: yeah. World championship
0: yeah, yeah, yeah definitely so he, he he teaches my uh my sparring class for me um yeah. Uh, I tend to do the, the, the sort of technical, but I, I try and think of um, what, what I try and say to sort of young uh, athletes is, is just keep that consistency and that persistence. You know, when you lose, analyze, don't don't sort of stay on it too long, but analyze, think, well, you know, what could I have done better? Yeah. Try and do that next time, move on and so on. And obviously as you, you go up through the, mm-hmm. um, the the grades and you become black and you and you're more well-known, people know you're, you're sort of – your sort of style. So I don't know, uh, you know, what, what sort of advice do you give to your young fighters?
1: The same thing, just uh, if, if, you, if you do something day in, day out, you yeah. keep going, eventually you'll get reap all the, the rewards from it. And and that's yeah. basically what I, I, I say to my students, you know. Sure, um, sure. If something doesn't work out in a competition, just keep going, keep turning up, keep working, and eventually it will come.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely what, what what about those that um uh, are not sort of which which is going to be the majority actually that, mm-hmm. they're not not don't reach that level of competition or not competition minded so, so much yeah. you know what what what, what, so, what sort of uh things and advice do you give them
1: well the way i look at my clubs is and students is we have we have club students yes and we have competition students yes Yeah. Um. And we try and cater for both. So basically the club students, they're the ones that don't really want to do competitions, but obviously they still want to get the fitness, the benefits of, of martial arts. Sure. They want to achieve black belt. They want to know that they can defend themselves. So yeah. we cater for those. And then we do grassroots competitions, which is our interclubs for those that might want to have a little go at competitions, but don't want to take them too seriously. Right. And then yeah, yeah. we pick the ones that are really good at them competitions. who want to excel. And then we move them on to the nationals and the internationals and stuff like that. So we've got uh, a route for everybody, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the, the thing is is that um you know, and I've, I've said this before on uh, previous podcasts is taekwondo is very, uh, well, martial arts in general are very much more inclusive now. So mm. you know, you you get the people that want to you know um compete people who love the technical side and you know people who perhaps uh, do it for the, uh, the fitness side in fact i'm i'm actually starting um an over 60s class uh, very soon in my my area to Brilliant. try and, try and get some of the older athletes um uh, Great. yeah I, I i think so i think it would be really really good i mean
1: because it, I, I suppose most older students of that age might feel a bit uncomfortable training with the younger ones kicking around them you know so if you've got yeah. a, a class that's specific for that, yeah, right. Yeah. Put, put the sparring pads on and have a dust up in there. That'd be that be brilliant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, de- definitely without that. And
0: just a, a, a well, one more really, I suppose on on your your competition. I I, yeah. I don't know whether you, it was it was like me and myself and and Massaro, I was gonna I was gonna ask about whether you had a particular sort of diet regime at the time when you were competing. But myself and masro, we used to
1: eat whatever we liked because we trained so hard. It didn't seem to no, matter. I was terrible terrible yeah. um i used to fight under 63 or 64 and because yes. of my height it w- it was no good for me going up to the under 70s i was just too short so i had to fight under 64 63
0: yeah
1: and uh it was one of them things where i'll be all right i'll be all right don't worry this you know this burger won't hurt i'll be all right i'll make it and i never did i always have to struggle to make the weight the night yeah. before in the sauna black bag on um <laughs> so i wasn't very good that way if i'm if i'm being honest yeah not not um, not <laughs> and we used to do it all wrong as well because back then um we didn't have the education that we have now about losing weight <laughs> properly now it's you know it's, yeah. it's a very clear way of doing it but back then i remember doing things like i had a sweatsuit on in the sauna rowing <laughs> because we used to train yeah. in a gym obviously grandma's used to own a gym we were carrying the rowing machines into the sauna and it was row- rowing them to lose the <laughs> weight you know yeah so, Diet wasn't my best thing, if I'm being honest. It, it was crazy because, and, and also, I mean, this was l-
0: luckily enough. I mean, I, I actually did that thing because I, I was I used to fight under sixty three kilos at that yep. time. An actual fact: when when I got heavier, I just went up to the next weight division and just uh, did you- just. Yeah. And I just tried to, I just moved fast. I just thought right. well, I, I didn't want, well, yeah. in fact, if in fact, I ended up my fighting career as a middleweight, So <laughs> these, these guys are really tall. Yeah. Um, but because of my style of fighting and the movement, I, I could move out of the way, but occasionally yeah. I got caught. Uh, but yes, I did see, and I have seen some ridiculous things where people have got on scales and then they've mm. gone, gone and skipped for like, one hour uh yeah. and then they've gone for a ridiculously long run and then the next day you see them in the event
1: and they've got nothing <laughs> yeah that's it that's the only disadvantage of doing it that way yeah
0: uh, re- really really exhausted but as, as you say i think education has moved on and uh, yeah
1: i mean now with the ufc um because uh, you know you, most of their fighters drop huge amounts of weight mm. um and they do it you know more, a more healthy way yeah yeah
0: definitely without, without a doubt so it's good um and the, the the final question I was I was going to ask about um, uh, so, sort of uh, training and um, you know preparing for uh, for training. Uh, not many people in certainly in in my day, you know, they, they weren't doing a lot of sort of resistance stuff, um, you know, weights and things like that. I just wonder whether you, you know, obviously you got the thing with as soon as you start to do weight, you're going to maybe put on yeah. weight and put on more muscle. Yeah. But
1: it, was it something that you you toyed with? not not in the taekwondo uh, years, com- mm. um fighting but I did do full contact as well. Yes.
0: Oh boxing. yeah, I remember. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um so I I implemented that part of training when I started that and that helped obviously with the physique and stuff uh gaining more power. Yeah. Um but we didn't do a lot of resistance training in taekwondo. Um, no. Training. No.
0: It's very
1: no. very uh, much uh, for sparring anyway. It was pad based, mm. lots of sparring lots of drills yeah um, but the but the but the weights did come in when we started to do the full contact
0: yeah yeah and and t- how um you know is it, is it something that you you would because it's not for everyone that's the thing about no it, that's right yeah full contact yeah um what i mean what, why why was it something that you decided to do was it somebody suggested it or is it just something
1: right i want to uh, something uh, I, I, the, I always wanted to do from a from a kid i wanted to fight in a ring yeah uh, whether it was going to be boxing or kickboxing, I, I just wanted to get in the ring with a crowd and, you know, experience mm. that. Yeah. Um, and once um, I, I was successful in the taekwondo, sure, I said to um, my instructor, look, can we do a bit of full contact? And so Ooh. he got in contact with someone and then I had my first fight and then just, you know, yeah, I probably had about 20 fights in total. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. In, in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, well done. Well done to you. Cause it's, uh, it is different. I mean, I, I, I did a, a, a couple in the ring in the eighties and, um, it, it was, it was okay. Uh, I just thought to myself, I, with, with my sort of style, I was, I was more suited to a semi contact really than full contact, yeah. um, you know, and so, uh, it's funny it was, that uh, you always
1: revert back to what, you know, I remember my first fight, yeah. You know, i done all the full contact training. You know, heavy footed, ploughed the shots in. Bell win. I come out, leg up. On the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I, you know. That's how you felt comfortable. You know.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. You 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 sort of revert revert back to type. Yeah, what you? <laughs> what, what you know. That's it. Yeah, I did at the time. I was doing my my hit and run style in the ring, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just making sure yeah, that I'd, uh, you're used to that. It, it
1: works for you, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. So. Um, well, I keep saying this is the last, last question, but I keep keep thinking of more because yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned about the, the full contact. Did you have yeah. a Did you have a regular uh, training partner you trained with and um, somebody that, uh, you know, my, my, my training partner, and people find this quite bizarre sometimes, was was Master Ogborn. And they go, well, how, how mm-hmm. did that work? And I said, it worked really well because I learned to deal with taller people with a long reach. Yeah. And he learned to, to deal with short, you know, people, mm-hmm. faster people who were getting underneath him. Yep. so actually it was a great union both
1: of us so sure. I don't know was anyone particular or maybe in the class that you thought right you know yeah we, the- uh, we hadn't picked a few uh students that were you know capable of of doing the full contact hmm. uh training and aspiring and, the and then also I done some I went to a local boxing club as well just to get some boxing work in okay uh yeah. in, in the ring but yeah. uh yeah there was no no partner in particular but it was like you know steve watson he he helped me out with you remember okay. Steve? Watson? yeah yeah i remember steve yeah. yeah yeah he helped me out with some full contact stuff um yeah. johan de silva yeah yeah helped me out as well with some with some full contact
0: yeah yeah oh uh, great that was great yeah it must have been quite a quite a, an experience some good guys there that you mentioned which is uh which is nice nice to nice to train with so yeah excellent so uh move, moving on from there yeah. um you're, you're t- are you teaching full time at the moment or do you do
1: um, yeah so i teach yeah. um yeah five oh. five nights a week monday to friday oh, wow. yeah I remember that um, well <laughs> okay yeah uh teach all the way from four four years old I, I teach the four-year-olds all the way up to um the adults
0: yeah sure sure um yeah. uh,
1: we've got we've got 10 schools now 10 clubs that i've got under my obviously hollingsworth taekwondo yeah oh great um, five instructors um that teach as well their clubs so yeah so it's still, still going still teaching
0: uh, it's, it's good it's really good to hear it's nice to know that um you know from from where i've come from you know where martial arts wasn't particularly what i call mainstream um you know that's changed now and, and it is and, and people can make a, a decent living out of it as well mm. and um you know uh, obviously offer as i said i think having it more inclusive with four-year-olds and you know, fifty-four or sixty-four year olds um, mm-hmm. that means means that we've got a bigger audience as well, which is great. Yeah, um, and, and excellent no good stuff. Well, uh, one one on, on training. Unless you want to add anything more, but I was going to ask about y- y- yourself as a, a as an individual. Uh, we've talked a little bit off uh, off camera, and I was telling them about my I showed you my collection of guitars, uh, yeah. and I've, I've mentioned them a number of times. But I was going to say, uh, I know you've got a family now. And um, yep. how,
1: how you how you finding finding the balancing between the family and taekwondo? Yeah, it's it's uh, well. The, to be fair, the kids are always at taekwondo with me. So they train in uh, most of my classes, so they're always there anyway. So oh, um, great. Yeah, and then when we come home, they're still doing it. So I don't really get away from it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, um, that's, that's good. Yeah, but um, no, it's it's great, you know, having them yeah. train as well with me, um, and we can share the passion together. is it's, it's an awesome feeling, you know. Mm, good and, and, and they, are they
0: uh, the experience I had with my my boys well they are men now middle 30s my oldest and mm. thir- yes the other one's uh, birthday the other day so they're both in their 30s but um they they were really good my kids were really good in the class and um they were very very well behaved okay and
1: I, I used to, well, I used to- sit on mine <laughs> <laughs>
0: they were they were fantastic i used to tell them and say right guys you know i'm the instructor so there's certain things i need you to do and you know yes. you know in the class i'm you know I'm mr and not dad and all that sort of yeah. stuff and they they were brilliant they were absolutely brilliant yeah even even uh to the set, i mean they, they were generally you know really the best and best behaved kids in the class which is wow nice.
1: yeah i well, envy yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> which was which was really good. So um you know they, they they did did be proud from that from that point of view. But uh, so so with, with the um uh you know do, do you get obviously you said about sort of sort of you know training at home and things like yep. that. Do, do you wait for them to to sort of come and ask you or or do you just say oh no if you see them you're doing that wrong or
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of them that you know they, they, they get the bob out and they'll be banging the bob around yeah um, sparring they even spar each other you know. Hmm. do a little bit of light sparring in the front room or even if they're practicing their patterns and I do see something I'll say look you know you need to make this correction and stuff but yeah, we do yeah. it more in like bursts so it'd be like a 10 minute burst and then that'd be it and then maybe yeah. an hour later they'll go another 10 minutes you know right right <laughs> they're not structured sessions they just you know yeah just
0: have a bit of a laugh well that's the way to do it isn't it yeah it is yeah, it. It is. yeah. That's,
1: you know if you say "Right, we well, do it now and they don't want to do it now yeah we'll, we'll do it when they want to do it you know so if I, if I yeah. see them training i will go out and you know lend my hand I,
0: th- I think that's the best way making it a bit more organic so they can you know yeah. discipline themselves if they want to do it and if they don't then they can chill out And because uh again again you know my my, my kids got it 24 7 taekwondo you know i was either there or uh mm. you know, i was training for a competition and things like that so it was quite a lot for them to uh to deal with really yeah uh teaching you know six nights a week at the time um what what about um, stuff that you do when you're not doing taekwondo have you got any um Uh, hobbies i mentioned my guitar but i I don't know if you is there anything that you well you know you think right i'm gonna get away from taekwondo now and i'm gonna yeah i like i
1: like my football so um if there's football on telly i you know i like to i like to watch that
0: sure sure um who's your team who's your team who's your team
1: i'm spurs tottenham oh wow there's uh, we got the uh the the north london uh, darby yeah and i'm gonna miss it i'm in ireland this weekend at an iic actually so um Ah. I'm gonna miss the game, so I'm gonna to have to record it. <laughs> well, but uh, unfortunately my son is a gooner, my eldest. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I took him to um uh the well I took him to loads of games uh over the years, but um I remember when he was uh eighteen and I said, right, what do you want for uh you know he said, Oh, I want to go go and see the um, Arsenal dad. So we went for this uh, really nice uh, um uh meal before the match and we saw the game it was, yeah. it was a really nice time brilliant uh, uh, my second son is a man U fan yeah <laughs> so but they're really good they they never they never have a go at each other they're really, oh, really?
1: yeah no they're very very good very, very talking of atmospheres i remember um going to my first spurs arsenal game north london mm. derby and i was sat literally the row next to the arsenal fans all right yeah and talk about intimidation they are they're Looking at you constantly, you know, if you turn yeah. around and you catch eyes of one and they're yeah. shouting at you, pointing at you, you know, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's like being it, back it, in Argentina, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. But uh, yeah, so, um, so, sort of football's
1: football. I just started to learn golf. Um, oh, wow, I've always, yeah, I've always wanted to play golf. Um, yeah. I remember trying it when I was younger and I was no good at it, but I thought, you know, right now. I'm mm. not teaching in the day. I'm not doing much in the day. This mm. is the time to try and practice now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The thought of in the summer being on a golf course in the daytime, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It's quite, uh, quite appealing. So, I've been, I've been learning that golf. Um, apart from yeah. that, it's, it's pretty much all taekwondo, really. You know.
0: Yeah. Do, do you sort of bring your? Uh, uh, there's a sort of few things that, I, that that I do. As I said, I, I mean, I, I love football and. Uh, mm. Growing up, there was nobody who was going to tell me I wasn't going to be a professional footballer until I realised that I wasn't. (laughs) Um, Then, uh, you know, martial arts was my passion then. Um, Yeah. But...
1: uh, That that caused a few um, issues competing because I used to play Sunday league football as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I loved playing football. So some weekends there was a clash. I'd try and fit my football match in and then go straight to the competition or straight to whatever (laughs) it was on the Sunday, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it, great because when I I was still competing at the time, actually, and I, I'd stopped playing football and Master O was playing uh, in goal for a team. And he said, oh, come and play for my team. Come play for yeah. us. I so, said, yeah, go on then, because I really missed it. Yeah. Uh, and th- that was a really good time because we used to sort of play, play football. Uh, that was Sunday league football. Yeah. Uh, and really have a good, a good time and a good laugh. And it was actually quite a... Um, it was actually quite relaxing in a way, even though some of the games were a little bit, could be a little bit tense yeah. as, as Sunday League football is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember actually playing a game the morning of a full contact fight. Oh, I, wow. I didn't did want to miss the game. Yeah. I, I had a 10 round fight in the evening and I played my game on the Sunday morning. Oh, wow. Right there. I thought of it as a warm up, you know, I said warm up. <laughs> so you, you, you only do that when you're young. That's and you know sure. what? It's the best I ever fought. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, maybe because it, in my maybe in my mind, it, I was thinking, you know, hmm. I've done this game. I'm warmed up. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. know what it was, but yeah, you know, I thought really well. You know. Yeah,
0: the the the, the human uh, sort of psyche is strange, isn't it? Yeah, because t- at times when you think you know you shouldn't be performing, then you do, and other and times you think, yeah, I'm on top of my game, and you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's a, it really is a really is a strange thing, but uh, but there we go. So any any. I mean, apart from the usual stuff, you know, going, mm. um, you know, running your schools, any, any sort of martial arts ambitions for the for the future, anything that you're thinking of
1: doing or would like to do? Um, well, I'm the president now of ITF Union England, mm. um, so I, I'm looking after what we're doing basically here in England. You know, so that's yeah. uh, that, that's keeping me really busy at the moment, getting the the framework right and the structure right of of how we want to do things. Yeah, um, it's funny, isn't it? I mean. I was thinking before the podcast um, about you start off as a young student, and then you turn into fighter, then you turn yes. into instructor, then you turn into you know yeah. president of a, of a group. It's a it's quite a, a well, weird e- evolution, you know. Well, it is, and I, I often joke
0: when students ask me, and I, I say, um, "Well, I'm an eighth degree admin master now. That's what mm. I
1: am. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's what it, it feels." Your like. mindset changes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what it Your mindset as like. a fighter is not the same now, as it is. You look at things on the other side now.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that that focus, you know, um, when when you're a fighter, I, I remember uh, training and thinking about when I was a black belt, thinking about the people that I was going to fight, and I had them in my mind all the time, and mm. how how I was going to, you know, block and counter their side and how I was going to move, and I and you know, n- none of that now. I don't think of any of that. I'm thinking, right, okay, I need to get this list of. Of black belts <laughs> <out>. yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got a tournament coming up i need yeah. to get the information out and it's completely different
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: The, the mindset so,
1: so the good thing is you can zone in on i'm not a very good multitasker i like to do one thing and do it well so fighting mm-hmm. that was great because you had a fight you zone in on it and you just train for that um yeah. whereas this job that now there's so many different things that you need doing yeah that mindset of zoning in on one thing is sometimes not the best because you need to get more things done. Yes, yeah, definitely. But definitely. whatever we do do, we do it well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, yeah, without, without a doubt. Well, uh, no, I, I completely agree. It's uh, And I, I've often what, – what I said before about my, uh, my trophies and whatever, it always, it's people say, well, you know, why did you do that? I said, well, I'm actually a really different person now yeah. from, from, from what it was as." and like, I don't actually need those. Um, so, you know, as a, as a young lad and then as a middle-aged guy with, with young children, and then yeah. now I'm in a completely different place and my mentality is very, very different. Mm. Um, and so, you know, you, you, just, uh, you know, you change and you, you, yeah, really, you become more wise
1: didn't you. And you, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. yeah, think in, think in a different way, but, uh, I, well, I, I want to say thanks very much. We're, we're sort of coming to the end of the time. I want to say thanks very much for, for taking the time. Uh, and no uh, you know, giving us a, an overview of of you, I hope the people listening will take a lot from mm-hmm. this. And uh, you know, from the fact that you started at age four, you're still going, you're still passionate about what you do, uh, in a different way as a as an instructor now and looking yeah. after people. And um, I don't know if if, if you if you're a, say, you know, as an instructor now, seeing what you've been through, mm-hmm. um, what what do you think would be the main thing? You know, apart from competition side that you can offer offer the the kids really, yeah. What 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 would you say it was? What would you say that had benefited
1: you most, the most that you could offer them? Structure, routine. I think that's important for a lot of things. Um, yeah. I knew the routine of the week. I had training on this night, this night, this night. Um, hmm. Even when you go into the class, right? I need to stand in the great order. Yeah. Um, I, I I think structure and routine is really benefit me the most more than anything
0: yeah yeah well well well, well thanks thanks for that and any of the youngsters listening to that to this uh i've seen lee holmes a fight and he's uh certainly certainly um a fantastic fighter he was uh, a great competitor in patents and sparring so you know well done to you well done thank to you. you very much thank you well, well done to you so yeah i just want to say thank you really um if you can uh, ha- hang on after we've finished, um, I'll, once once I say goodbye to the, the people listening here, I want to say thank you very much to uh, Lee Hollingsworth for taking the time to uh, share his thoughts with the Living Martial Arts podcast. Uh, I'll be back with you very, very soon, hopefully with uh, another guest um, and some more martial arts talk. Thank you very much. And thank you, Lee. No problem. Thank you, guys. <laughs>